This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. What is going on, guys? This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Um, hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's staying safe. You know, uh, hope you're all doing well for as well as you can be doing with all this going on. You know, we're at least getting something. Um, in the sports world, I think on, on Sunday, we're getting a horse competition, you know, from the NBA. Um, some participants will be, you know, former NBA players, current NBA players, um, and some WNBA players as well. So I guess I'll tune into that. Um, you know, I've been tuning into a lot of the NBA 2K tournaments that have been showing on NBA, on, um, on ESPN lately. I've been following that. I'm trying to get as much as I can to get my sports fix. I've been watching a bunch of MSG classics with the Knicks and like, you know, the 2013 Knicks. And they've showed the uh, 90s Knicks a couple of times on NBA TV. So I'm trying my best, guys, to stay <laughs> to stay sane over here and deal with this mess um, during COVID-19. But... You know, guys, I'm happy you're tuning in. I'm happy for everybody who's listening. Um, I'm glad to see, you know, if you're watching the podcast up on YouTube, thank you for that as well. And, you know, you can follow BD4. You can subscribe to BD4, download BD4, like, comment, and share the podcast um, all by just going to the many different platforms we have and, you know, subscribing over there and doing all that shit. Um, you know, we're on iTunes. We are on Google. Um we're on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud. Many different platforms. Just go to my website to find all those different platforms for the podcast. Um, go to my website, which is located at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Once again, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. That is where you will go to get all of my information, you know, there should be a tab called Outlets immediately upon searching that website. Click on the Outlets tab, and it'll take you to a page that displays everything you need to know about my uh, my podcast and my blog and my website and my social media and everything like that. So nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Guys, go there. Subscribe to the podcast, to the blog, and you know follow me on social media. <clears throat> but yes, yes, yes. Thank you for following along, guys. I appreciate your support. Um, in episode 101, it was a fun time. I had a couple of my buddies on the show. Um, 
you know, we just talked about really the state of sports and what we've been doing with our lives and and how we think everything's going to shape out eventually. But listen, as as of now, I just touched my face. That's not good. As of now, we just got to keep on keeping on, man, and just stay home. Hopefully, everybody's staying home, staying safe, and we can get through this as quick as we can. I know the MLB is trying to do something in in Arizona. Um, they're they're planning on trying to get the season up and going in May. I'm not sure that's the possibility. Just touch my face again. I'm not sure that's a possibility, but if it is, I don't know. We'll see how that works. It, it just, I just don't want anything to be forced and to end up being reckless. But tonight we're not talking about the MLB. We'll save that for next time out. I think we're actually going to have a show with a friend of the show um, coming up on, I'll say Saturday. Um, the episode will be out on Saturday if all goes as planned. And we can record tomorrow night on Friday, which is probably when you're listening to this. Um, I'll be recording Friday night, one episode 103, with a friend of the show, and I will be I'll, I will be releasing that uh, episode the following day on Saturday. So look forward to that. We'll be talking about the state of the MLB. But as for tonight, guys, let's get to the point. <laughs> Sorry, um, we're just going to talk about you know a couple of free agents that the Knicks have. Tonight we're starting with one, with just one, with Alonzo Trier, and I guess maybe this will be a part one, part two, part three thing like I've been doing lately with a few other of my Knicks shows, but tonight we've, we're going to talk about restricted free agent Alonzo Trier, who is a restricted free agent in the upcoming offseason, whenever that may be. Um, he's a 6'4 shooting guard, um, slash point guard, but he's more of a shooting guard. 6'4", 200-pound shooting guard. He Remember, he was undrafted a couple years ago. Uh, I think from Arizona, I want to believe, I want to say. But, you know, the big thing with Trier this year, it, the big puzzle in question was, you know, after such a nice 2018-19 rookie season where he placed himself in conversation of, of uh, sixth man of the year and rookie of the year, um, you know, after such a nice rookie year in 19, why did he just get frozen out suddenly here in 2020, right? That was a big question because his rookie year, Trier averaged 11 points on a very efficient 45-39-80 across 64 games with 23 minutes per night. He racked up zero DNP CDs in his rookie season. But that wasn't the case this past season, guys. Obviously, he something happened where the Knicks just excluded him, limited him to 24 games, only a dozen minutes per night, and most of those minutes came in garbage time, right? And he picked up 32 DNP CDs. For those of you who do not know what that is, a did not play coach's decision. That's what a DNP CD is. Um, 32 of those. So from 0 to 32, I don't know what happened. You know, it's it's interesting because people want to talk about his flaws, but it's not like he didn't have those flaws his rookie season when he continued to get minutes. But we'll get to the, you know, argument um, in a bit. Let's start with, you know, why he should have been on the floor because of his pros. Um, he's a pure scorer. This guy is a pure scorer. He's a bucket-getting machine. Um, a very crafty shot creator. That's how he gets his buckets. He creates his own shot, and he's very crafty with the ball. Um, he uses ball screens very effectively. That's one of the first things I've noticed about Trier whenever I do watch him. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, that he's outstanding with ball screens. Great in pick and roll. Actually, this past season, he scored 1.19 points per possession, 
out of pick and roll as a ball handler, which ranked in the 97th percentile amongst 2,000 uh, amongst 285 qualifiers. So, pretty damn good to score 1.19 points per possession in pick and roll this past season for Trier, placing him in the 97th percentile, meaning he's better than 97% of the league um, when it comes to scoring out of the PNR. Also, just has an excellent mid-range game. That's where he, when he shoots his jumpers, the majority of them are going to be those mid-range shots off the dribble. Terrific in the mid-range area, but a decent three ball, you know. I mentioned 39% in his rookie season. Um, this past year, he shot 36%, right? Obviously, the minutes were limited, but he still shoots an efficient percentage from all around the floor. Um, and again, fearless, fearless, fearless. This guy is aggressive. He's fearless. He attacks the rim with a purpose. Um, a great finisher. Draws a lot of fouls, and he converts through contact exceptionally well as well. So he doesn't just get to the line, but he, you know, 15 and ones in his rookie season, I believe. 15 and ones. So he's great from the mid-range area, has a three-point shot, good at attacking the rim, good at finishing, converts at the line, plays with a purpose, just like a, a chip on his shoulder. And that's why I fell in love with this kid, right? An undrafted kid, right? I think that's where that chip on his shoulder comes from. That he's an undrafty. That's three times where I touched my face. I, it's a habit, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he's an undrafted kid, and you know that, that, that fuels him. That he, you know, a bunch of players were picked before him, and... Nobody chose him, so fortunately the Knicks gave him a shot after you know initially being signed on a two-way deal between between Westchester and New York. They eventually signed him back and for good. But now this offseason, he's a he's a free agent again. He's a restricted free agent, and which means the Knicks have the you know it, it's good for the Knicks that he's restricted because now they have the ability to match whatever offer any other team offers him. But you know I guess you know the um. The, the reasons for the Knicks sitting him, you know, they say it's because of his defensive shortcomings. You know, he's very one-dimensional. He doesn't do much outside of scoring. Defensive shortcomings is his issue here. He's not a great defensive player. At times, he is abysmal, abysmal defensively, and I'll even admit that. Um, you know, enough to where some people think he's more of a negative impact on the team's overall play than he is a positive because his defense is that bad. And then you could take into fact take into account his, you know, isolation heavy, ball dominant style of play. And you know, a lot of people say that the Knicks, you know, the analytic analytical numbers say because of his inability to play off the ball and catch and shoot and, you know, his one dimensional style of just scoring off the dribble and his inability to defend and even rebound well, a lot of people say, you know, they question his winning. Is he a winning player? You know, is the team really better when he's on the court? You know, the eye test says sure, but I guess the analytical numbers say that the Knicks play a little bit better when he's off the floor as opposed to when he's on. Now, take that with, you know, however however it may be to you. You know, some people don't like to rely too much on analytics. Me, I'm not a big analytical guy, but, you know, it, it does say something. I believe there has to be some kind of balance here. And when you watch Trier, I understand the downsides of him. But here's, you know, and then I also have one last con. There's the chip on his shoulder thing could be a bad thing. I know earlier in the season he liked like a tweet of a couple of Knicks fans bashing RJ for Trier to be to be in that lineup instead, and he was liking those tweets. And I know last year he kind of uh, answered an inbox of somebody who messaged him, messaged him on Twitter and kind of got angry and shit. But I don't look too much into that. As far as being a winning player, you know, the defense, the not rebounding well, the the 
inability to play off the ball, you know, that was the Knicks' drive home point for sitting him down as often as they did this year. But my my defense here, my, my counter argument here is, you know, you could tell me his defense is abominable. You can tell me he doesn't pass enough or that he doesn't, you know, play team ball or play winning basketball. You can tell me that all you want. But you're going to sit here and tell me that Bobby Portis, Julius Randle are winning players? Are you really going to tell me that when these two guys, Portis and Randall, are out there for extended minutes, 30-plus minutes, you know, maybe Portis is what, average about 20, 25 minutes, but Randall is out there for 33, both of them out there for extended minutes every single night, yet they play terrible defense, they caused a bunch of stagnant offensive rhythm, you know, no rhythm offensively because they're very stagnant, they had terrible spacing, they were, you know, inconsistent, streaky, they were no better of, of you know, I just don't get it. Portis isn't going to be here long. He's on a on a team option deal, so he's he can easily. I think he's on a player option, but you know he it's a two year deal max if he's going to take that fifteen mil. You know, reports are saying that he's not, so he's not here long term. What's the point of playing him over the young kids like Trier? You know if he's going to be out there because of his poor whole, uh, poor defense, why not just take Trier's poor defense with a much better offensive package? This guy's a microwave scorer. Um, same thing with Randall. He plays terrible defense. It's effort with him. <laughs> Offensively, he can be a mess. I don't get it. They're just it, that excuse, that defense, that doesn't pass excuse. It, it doesn't. It doesn't work. That's four times. It doesn't work because you, know, you can use the same excuse with the guys that are being thrown out there every single night. So why not just go with the kid who has an upside, with the kid who has a potential to be a very solid player one day and be here for long term if they use him correctly. This is a 23-year-old kid. I see a lot of Devin Booker in him. Um, you know, I see a lot of Lou Williams. Could be a very good sixth man on this team if they just simply use him. The Knicks lacked offense. They lacked scoring, shooting. He brought those aspects, right? Alfred Payton in the backcourt, you know, 20% shooting from downtown. DSJ under 30% as well. Frankie Lakita, what, 32%? Randall, 28. Harkless, 28%. Ellington, 56, 56% of Ellington's game. He shot below 33% from deep. So the Knicks didn't have shooting out there. They didn't have scoring. All three of their point guards scored 10 or under per game. It just didn't make sense. Um, it just Wayne Ellington wasn't the scoring shooting guard that they hoped to be. Why wouldn't you just insert Trier into that rotation? There was no reason, that, no reason at all that these short-term players, these potential busts, these question marks should have been playing over a guy who who's very promising, who, who proved himself the year before. It just didn't make sense. So you hope that maybe Leon Rose can do something about it now that the Knicks are under new leadership and maybe this offseason the Knicks do try and keep him. They do uh, make a qualifying offer, maybe. And, you know, he's not going to command too much. He's not going to get too much, you know, dollars because he's only 24 years old. Again, He's, what do he make this year? Under a million, maybe? Maybe like 1.6 million, I think? I don't know. But he's not going to make too much money. He's still young. It, it's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that they were playing guys who either already reached their upside, guys who are not going to be here for the long term, over somebody like Trier, who had the same exact flaws, but more of an upside and made more of an impact on the floor. Positive impact. It just... So in terms of their free agent decision with somebody like Alonzo Trier, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do. But what I would do, yeah, I would definitely try to go after him and see if you could just sign him back and, and get him back into this rotation because 
He's somebody who could provide a, a good backcourt boost to this oh, to this offense that has no scoring ability right now, that can't shoot the basketball. It didn't make sense because the Knicks needed the things he brought, and yet they didn't play him. So hopefully they can they can find out a way to get him involved. Hopefully Leon Rose can influence the um, the Knicks coaching staff to play him more. And whoever it is that's going to be coaching this team, hopefully he follows direction and this kid gets his run because he deserves it. He doesn't deserve to be sitting on a bench. He, he should be out there playing. And you can't improve your defense. You can't improve your you know, lack of ball sharing on the bench. He, he's got to be playing every day. This guy fucking averaged almost a dozen points in 20-something minutes a night in his rookie season, and they're going to sit him down. We're going to wrap this up, but before we do, I'm going to take a quick break, guys, and I'll be right back. Hey guys, Rob Carbone here. Really quick, I just want to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast hosting site. And I say that again, it's a free podcast hosting site that will distribute your podcast for you to other platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Overcast, and all those websites. But here's the best part. Not only is it free, not only do they share it for you, but they will pay you for recording a podcast. They will pay you. And you can do it from your computer, from your phone. All you have to do is go to the Anchor app and download that or go to their website, which is anchor.fm to begin. It's everything you need. It is so convenient for podcasters like myself. So please, guys, go download the Anchor app or go to their website, anchor.fm to begin. See you there. You know, it just, again, my hope is that they can continue to, or not continue to, that they can eventually um, start making sense and start being competent up there with their decision making, whether that be in the front office or whether that's, um, you know, from the coaching staff directly. It just, you know, we need to make, we need to start making more sense there and, you know, got to prioritize the youth and not the veterans or not the short-term players who aren't going to be part of this team's long-term plans. So tonight was Alonzo Trier. Um, if we continue to do this little series, um, I guess it'll be Damian Dotson next, who's another restricted free agent. Um, so we'll see what happens. I don't know if I'm going to keep doing these. I'm kind of getting tired of, of talking Knicks. I might need to take a break, but I've been writing a bunch of articles lately, so I'll keep I'll keep throwing them out there um, about the Knicks. But as for tonight, that's going to wrap it up. Um, Guys, I appreciate you stopping by, but episode 103 will be out within the next couple of days. Um, I'm going to have a, I'm probably, if things go as planned, um, have to keep in touch with the guy, but I'm probably going to have a guest on episode 103, and we'll talk about the Yankees and the state of the MLB and all that shit. But guys, as for tonight, yes, once again, this is your host, Rob Carbone of B4. 
BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees or Knicks analysis. That's going to do it, guys. Episode 102 of BD4, Knicks free agent decisions. Alonzo Trier was the guy of the night tonight. Um, if you haven't, you know, if you haven't subscribed, guys, be sure to subscribe to BD4 on Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and plenty more. Just go to my website, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com to find all that information. Follow my social media there, my, my podcast, and everything you need to know is right on that page. Go to my website, click on the Outlets tab, and it'll take you right there. Guys, thanks so much for following along. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you have a good rest of the weekend. Um, yeah, this is your host, Rob Carbone, and I'm signing out. All right, ciao. Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, be sure to leave a like, comment, subscribe, share, and all that fun stuff. If you want to follow BD4 on all the different platforms we have, all you have to do is go to my website, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Once again, that's nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Thank you guys. I'll see you next time. Ciao.